You're listening to Spark Hustle Flow, the podcast that teaches money pros to launch, grow, and yes, even scale your virtual financial service business. And I'm your host, Kimberly Stevenson. Let's dive in and get started. Well, hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode 17 of the Spark Hustle Flow podcast. Let me ask you something. Are you tired of feeling like you're invisible when it comes to your business? Are you struggling to be seen, to be recognized, or to connect with a wider audience with your marketing efforts? Well, if you're feeling more like the invisible man than the highly sought after expert that you are, you're really going to want to tune into this week's episode. My special guest this week is none other than the beautiful Kayla Ruin. Kayla is a marketing consultant who helps entrepreneurs create marketing plans for their business that not only stand out, but that also make sales. Now, I remember when I first started my business, and then again, when I pivoted to offering virtual services only, visibility was a huge struggle for me. I mean, I did things the hard way through trial and error. And trust me, it was mostly error. But I wasted a lot of time so much energy and even more money making mistakes that I could have avoided if I only had met Kayla earlier. The good news is that you get to learn from my mistakes and my questions and from Kayla's expertise to so you can skip all of those missteps that I made. Now, Kayla's genius is helping you gain visibility and building a brand that's true to you. So get ready to be wowed by what she shares with us during this chat. Now, one other thing. During the pre-chat for this episode, Kayla actually shared with me that she's a military spouse. And I, for one, as a veteran, I have a special kind of admiration for all of the women and men who support our active duty service members. They have some of the toughest jobs out there when it comes to serving this country. And to know that Kayla has been able to build a thriving business all while growing her family and supporting her spouse is an amazing feat in and of itself. And for those of you who are also military spouses, I want to say a special thank you for all that you do to help keep our country safe. Okay, I know you're anxious to jump into this episode, so let's get started. I'll see you on the other side, okay? Hey, Kayla, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to talk. I'm excited to talk with you too. I um, have been waiting, uh, I won't even say patiently, but (laughs) kind of anxiously waiting for this conversation because I think it's going to be so much fun. So um, it's awesome to have you here with me today. So uh, we are here to talk about creating better brand visibility for your financial services business and Before we jump into that, I really would love to know, how did you get started in this whole marketing space? Yeah, so I started my own business back in 2015. I was doing, um, like, I was creating coffee mugs and selling them on Etsy, and I had no background 
in um, sales and marketing and business or anything. Um, I'm actually, uh, I have my master's in education. So I started this business as a fun thing for me to stay home with my kids. And I realized very early on that if I wanted to make sales, I needed to learn marketing. And so I dove deep into all things marketing, um, social media marketing, email marketing, content marketing, all the things. That, and I realized I loved it so much. I was, I'm going to use the word obsessed. I was obsessed with it and I started learning everything I could. And then I soon realized that people would pay me for me to teach them um, the knowledge that all that I was learning. So that's where I kind of shifted into marketing consulting and helping other business owners really gain that visibility, build their brand and um, start their own businesses using social media, email, different things like that. So that's kind of my backstory. I love it. I absolutely yeah. love it. And I'm glad that you have already mentioned some of the different categories of marketing, because I know for me, that's really where I struggled um, and still have questions about, you know, in full transparency as a finance person, but where I really struggled in the beginning to understand, you know, what marketing was, because, you know, in, in my education, um, educational experience, I didn't spend a whole lot of time on that side of the house in terms of like the, you know, marketing classes and um, anything outside of accounting and finance, I feel like I, I didn't even really pay attention to. So I yeah. would love it if we can start talking a little bit about what the fundamentals of marketing is and how it really uh, is different from sales. That was one of like my biggest hurdles is really understanding um, what the difference was between uh, full on like selling and then mm -hmm. marketing and how those two things play together. So let's start there. What's the difference? Yes. Yeah. I think marketing is such, it's a huge umbrella. It's just, it's a big term and it's a huge umbrella. And I think as business owners, um, we have a lot of, there's a lot of um, pieces to the puzzle when it comes to marketing and running our business. And so it's like, what piece of marketing are you struggling with the most? Are you struggling with creating your offers, creating your services, really taking your knowledges and skill um, your knowledge and skills and packaging them up into um, problem solving solutions for other people, your um, ideal client, or are you um, struggling with promoting? Are you, do you have these amazing offers or products, but you are just lacking the visibility or lacking the courage to talk about how people can work with you or the products that you sell? Um, where are you showing up? Are you struggling there? Are you trying to struggle? Are you trying to sell on um, maybe on social media, LinkedIn? And, you know, that's not where your ideal client is and that's not where you're having fun. So there's so many different pieces of marketing. It's like you need to really reflect and turn inward and look at your business or have somebody else come in and look at your business and see where you are struggling the most in terms of gaining that visibility and really uh, marketing your business. Yeah, it's so that that's so good because one of the things that I hear most um, as a business coach for specifically for bookkeepers, but working with just in general, you know, money, I call us, I call us money pros is the first thing that we want to do is we want to have a logo created, or we mm -hmm. want to run out and buy business cards. And we think mm -hmm. that that's all that there is to marketing, or we want to start a Facebook page, um, or get our LinkedIn profile up. And that's all we have to do. And that every, you know, you kind of, you build it and they will come kind of mm -hmm. thing. And so I love how you said that there's a difference between whether you're struggling with the promotional side or you're 
struggling with the creating your offer side because, you know, one of the things that I used to think about all the time is how do I even know if I have a great offer if I'm afraid to put myself out there and create that brand visibility that I need. So someone will even see my offers and I can get that feedback, you know, that constructive feedback from my audience, whether I have a great offer or not, because right. I can build this, this thing that I think is beautiful and great. It's almost like having a little baby look at my, yeah. you know, bundle of joy. And I think, yeah. he, you know, she or he is, you know, beautiful and, um, you know, all things great about it as we do. But when we put that offer out into the world and, and we hear crickets, you're shocked because mm-hmm. either we haven't done the work on the offer itself or we're really not positioning ourselves well, right? So I know that yeah. that's one of the things, you know, again, in full transparency that I've dealt with in the past, but I also know that so many other money pros deal with too, so. Yeah, I think a lot of that comes down to as business owners, we're so emotionally involved in our business. Like you were saying, it is our baby. So it's really hard for us to step back and see where we're lacking or where we're doing really good or where we're really missing that mark. And that. That is what I love doing with my clients is really just taking a step back and them just like spewing everything out to me, what they want to do, what they love doing, what they're really good at, what's worked in the past, what hasn't worked in the past. And then for me to take an eye and kind of see where they're missing the mark or different things. Right. And I'm, and, and that's the other thing is you have to turn inward as well to feel what goods, what feels good to you, but also getting outside sources from different experts to just kind of look at what you're doing and where you might be missing it. And so many times people will be like, Oh my gosh, I didn't even think of that me as well with my own business. Right. So it's just, it's really good to kind of outsource and get some expertise help in areas that you're kind of lacking. Yeah. I love it. I absolutely love it. So because we've already kind of landed on the title for this particular episode, I'm going to have to bring you back for the other side of the house. (laughs) Um, But so we're talking about brand creating better brand visibility today Mm -hmm. specifically. And so Mm -hmm. let me ask you this, where do you see people get it wrong when we are thinking about building a brand and creating strong visibility for that brand. What, where, where are we missing the mark? Um, showing up in a place that is not fun for them. So mm-hmm. I see a lot of people being told that they have to maybe have a Facebook group and that's not fun for them or being told that they need to be on LinkedIn and that's not fun for them. So then they can't stay consistent or being told that they need to create reels on Instagram to grow and create a community and they look awkward and it's weird to watch them and then they don't create that you know connection and community. So I think, again, really just deciding on a place. And I always, I always use social media. That's kind of my expertise because that is where people are hanging out. And if you want to create this community and visibility, social media is where people are. And it's where you can really show your expertise and your knowledge and just create this group of people that want to learn more from you. And so Instagram is where it is so much fun for me. I'm on there all the time. I love Instagram. It's really fun for me, but I also have peers and friends and other clients that they love Facebook groups. Like that's their, everything that they love. And so that's, what's most important is that you are showing up in a place consistently that's fun for you. And if it's not fun for you, you won't do it consistent. And that I think is the biggest mistake is lack of consistency. So is a way to figure that out is, um, tell me if I'm wrong. It, it, would it be, I already hang out in those places Mm -hmm. that in a non business way, um, Mm -hmm. I love hanging out on Instagram or I love hanging out on Facebook groups and contributing there, or I love hanging out on clubhouse. Is that a really good way to determine 
before you start listening to the quote unquote gurus, like right. where might be your space or a good place for you to start? Yeah. And I think it, it definitely comes down to what personally you would prefer, but I always advocate for Instagram because for me, and again, if I'm going to sit here and say, you need to show up on one place, I would say Instagram because it is such a great visibility platform in terms of people finding you on hashtags, people tagging you, people um, sharing your posts and being able to find you that way. So it's a very good visibility place for people to funnel and find you um, versus Facebook groups. It is a lot harder for people to just search up and find you via a Facebook group, especially if you're kind of starting out and getting and you're newer to business. Um, that's why I'm a huge advocate for Instagram, but it's also like, if people are like, no, that's not me. It's not what I want to do. So it's, yeah, like you said, just show up where, um, you feel like you already show up and it's fun for you to talk about business and kind of do business things like clubhouse. I know a lot of people use that and it's very effective. So just kind of, it's, I think it's just a personal choice of what feels best to you in terms of staying consistent. So you can really gain that visibility. Yeah. You know, I, um, one of the other things that I've heard oftentimes is, you know, you go where your audience already is mm-hmm. and the the thought that comes to mind, but if my audience is somewhere where it's not fun for me or I'm right. not comfortable, like how do I, you know, create a presence in that place or come up with some sort of happy medium or do I have to, um, do I have to kind of settle on trying to create a, to- a space for my audience somewhere else? Like, where do I, like, is it better? Do I just follow my audience or do I, you know, kind of stand out as the, you know, the lighthouse or the beacon in this other place and, and create a space for my audience where it's comfortable for me? Because if I'm not comfortable on Instagram, even that's even if that's where my audience is, I'm still not going to probably be as consistent as I'd like to be. So exactly, just that figuring out that balance, I'm sure you help your clients with that a ton. Yeah. Yeah. And even for myself personally, um, I bet I could get way more clients on LinkedIn. I know I can get way more clients on Clubhouse because I've done it, but I am not consistent on either of those because they're not fun for me. And so again, I preach it all the time and a lot of people probably get tired, but it's like consistency is key. And even, you know, that doesn't mean showing up every single day if that again, isn't fun for you, but it's consistency and the momentum builds. So, you know, every week, if you want to put out a post every week in your Facebook group or wherever you again are consistently showing up, that's what's most important rather than posting maybe once a month and then taking two months off because again, it's not fun. So you can't motivate yourself to do it. And so for me, that's Instagram. Like I just, I just have so much fun on there. And so for other people, it's their Facebook group, it's their email list. It's just, it's wherever is fun for them to show up and be able to create that consistency and knowing that business is a marathon, not a sprint. I just had a client come to me and say, Oh, well, you know, where can I be three months from now? And it's like, well, I don't know, but probably not that far much more along. I mean, I'm not going to, you know, tell people that they're just, it's a quick money. It, it's not, it's just, it's such a marathon. It's like, where can you consistently show up and create that content and talk about people, how they can work with you and really put your knowledge out there and educate others and create a community for yourself. Well, something you said just really, um, and for those of you, you, you're not watching this on a video, it's just the audio, unfortunately, but like, I just got really crazy for a minute when Kayla said this word, when you said consistency is not necessarily about showing up every single day. Can we dig into Mm -hmm. that? Because I think I hear so often that when 
we hear the word consistency, we automatically think every day. We automatically think, well, I've got to post seven times a day. Mm -hmm. And it's just so overwhelming. And Mm -hmm. consistency doesn't mean frequency, right? right? You can have a consistent cadence that is once a week or twice a week versus yes. every single day, seven times, a, seven times a day. And we're setting ourselves up for like this disappointment and this overwhelm when we automatically hear you've got to give, give, give all the time right? right? versus, you know, thinking about the quality of our posts and the consistency of the cadence, whether that cadence is um, a little less frequent. Right, exactly. And that's one thing that I do with a lot of my clients is creating kind of this marketing plan for the next 30 days with them. And so, you know, we look at and it's like, how often feels good to you for you to post? Is that three times a week? Is that once every Tuesday? You post every single Tuesday, but we need to create a strategy and a plan that you can stick to. And I was talking with another client. She's a newer client of mine. And she said, no, no, I want to post three times a week. I want to grow fast. I want to post three times a week. But she hasn't posted anything in the last three months. And it's like, you know, it's like, let's not overdo it for your lifestyle and what you kind of have going on with your existing clients, maybe a nine to five or kids. And so how can we create a consistent schedule of content that you are putting out of offers that you are promoting. Um, and again, just that consistency is what helps really that visibility, because I think a lot of times our ego gets in the way and we think that everyone's looking at us and I'll see people and they'll get on stories and they'll be like, I'm sorry, I didn't show up yesterday. And it's like, sorry, but like probably no one noticed, Like, but you know, like we have these big egos and we feel like everyone is like hyper-focused on us and our business. And it's just not true. So again, creating a consistent kind of visibility schedule for yourself that you can stay, um, stay consistent with is probably the most important thing for your business to continue to move forward. Right. And so we don't set ourselves up for failure, right? Yeah. Like, out of the yeah. gate. <laughs> yeah. There's no way that you're, you're going to be successful at that uh, right out, you know, right out of the yeah. gate. So exactly. let me ask you this. What's it like to work with a marketing consultant? Like what, <laughs> <laughs> what, what should we expect when like we sign up for one of your offers or your programs? What's it like to work with you? Yeah, I do. Um, I typically do my, um, my one-on-ones is a three-month program. Those are um, booked out until the fall, but I do a lot of 60-minute consultation calls where I have them fill out a um, kind of like a questionnaire so I can get to know a lot of their businesses, where they're showing up, their offers that they're creating, what they're really struggling with. And then on that 60-minute call, we plan out the next 30 to 45 days. But a lot of times people will come and they'll say, oh, I already know what I want to sell. I just don't know how I I want to sell. I don't know the content I want to put out there and really how I can promote it, um, promote it. And then we'll get on the call and they'll be like, um, well, and I start asking like, well, what are we talking about this week? You know, what offers are you putting out? And it's like, well, and it's like, it, I like to work backwards when we talk about the content you're putting out there, you have to know what you're funneling them to, right? What's the purpose of putting out this content? And it's great to connect. It's great to inspire. It's great to tell your story, but it's also really important to talk about how people can work with you. And so we have to have kind of that offer strategy as well. So my 60 minutes are kind of broken up into two. Are we, are we creating offers or are we creating the content to sell those offers? Um, and so those are really the two main things that I focus on, um, with my marketing and that's, and we're selling typically social media marketing and email marketing are my two favorites that I love. I love it. I love it. And I'm going yeah. to jump back into that in just a second, but before we do, 
Can we play a, a little game of this or that? <laughs> yes, let's do it. <laughs> All right, awesome. So, and I haven't been saying this on with my podcast guests, but I'm going to start saying it and I'm going to start with you okay. because we have we want to overthink it so much. Yes. And so yeah. before we start, let me say this, gut reactions only. Okay. There's no right or wrong. Okay. Just tell me what your gut says, okay? Okay. Okay. Let's go. City girl or country girl? Country girl. Convertible or SUV? SUV. Solo <laughs> travel or group travel? Uh, family travel. Can I be group travel? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Would you prefer to have the ability to fly or the ability to read people's minds? Ooh, fly. I don't want to know what you're thinking about me. <laughs> <laughs> physical books or audio books? Uh, physical. YouTube or podcasts? Uh, podcast. Okay. Last question. Friday nights or Sunday mornings? Oh, Sunday mornings, I guess. I don't know. I love it. I love it. And I'm so glad that I said gut reactions only (laughs) (laughs) because sometimes when we play this, like it turns into the longest section of the episode. Oh my gosh, no. (laughs) Because we want to think about it so deeply and I'm just like, no, no, no. This is supposed to be, you know, quick rapid rapid fire. fire. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. That's awesome. Thank you so much for playing along. That was really a lot of fun. All right. So. Before we did that, we were talking about what's it like to work with a marketing consultant. And you were telling me about your 60 minute offers being either content focused or offer focused. And so it's normal to expect because we hear about like copywriters and things like that Mm -hmm. versus marketing consultants. Mm -hmm. So you actually help people develop their content ideas in the content. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So one of my passions is I love writing and I love creating content and content marketing. If you are marketing your business online, you are a copywriter or you are focusing on content marketing. I mean, that's how you putting your offers out there. It's in some form of content. And so I will see it so often where people will put out content and they'll either never talk about how you can, they can work with you or they will focus on how they can work with you, but they're only focusing on like the features. They're not talking about the benefits. They're not talking about the transformations. And so it's all these pieces of content marketing that I can kind of dig at and look at their past content. That's what I love doing. And again, just kind of giving advice and feedback on where kind of in the past, I feel like they could improve or add or tweak and then moving forward, what different content ideas can we come up with? So you don't feel salesy, right? Like that's a big word. I don't want to feel salesy. I don't want to always be feeling like I'm pushing my offers. And so how can we do that in a natural, effective way that's fun and it builds this connection and inspires, but it also talks about, again, how people can work with you and how you can really grow your business and make sales. And so that's content marketing and I'm obsessed with it. I love it so much. I love it. And like, I'm one that has no problem figuring out what do I want to make available, right? What mm-hmm. offer do I want to make to uh, to my audience, to my ideal clients? And I struggle with the content piece of it, like mm-hmm. the lead in. People always say, well, start at the end and work your way backwards. And I think sometimes that's easier said than done. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, that's where I struggle. And so I wanted to, you know, really just kind of dig into that a little bit um, mm-hmm. and, and help, you know, other people understand Who can actually help you with that sort of thing? Like, do you need to go to a full on copyright, you know, copy person or someone who um, wants to help you draw your stories out? And because Mm -hmm. they're so just like this plethora 
of choices that we have. And so yeah. sometimes it's really hard to figure out like, who do I need to go with? Or, you know, is it easy for me to just find somebody to, to look at what I have and tell me, here's the 10 things that you can talk about to lead into yeah. this particular offer and make my yeah. life easier. And then you're like, oh snap, I didn't even, I didn't even see that as a you know mm -hmm. possibility. And then, you know, sometimes I can just kind of take it and run with it. So thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. So what's the number one thing that you want your clients to walk away with after they've worked with you? Like, what do you, what's the feeling you want them to have or how, do, what do you want them to think or learn or what is it? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. I don't think I've ever really thought, I think the most important thing is I always want to instill them in a um, to be able to trust themselves, but also feeling like they have the tools and the knowledge to put, to feel very confident in putting themselves out there. And I think that's, that's really hard for a lot of us to do because we feel vulnerable. And like, we, again, we were talking about like, these are our babies. This is our business. We don't want to feel that rejection, but I want them to trust themselves, but feel confident in being able to have the visibility to talk about the offers that they sell and staying consistent. So that's why I do like really creating that plan. So then they can walk away and be like, okay, I have this, I have this very black and white tangible plan that I can go with. So I feel confident doing it, but I also trust myself that this feels good to me. And that's what you were saying kind of with like the content of how do I, how do I talk about this? And I always want people to do what feels authentic to them. Cause I have seen something I don't know who is teaching this, but they're like, um, I'll see on stories a lot of time. They'll be like, message me, uh, DM me spring sale 2021. If you want this. And I'm just like, who, I'm not going to message you. Like, I'm not going to send you a message and just write spring sale 2021. Like that just seems something like Nike or like some big wig would say versus like just people like you and me and just like female entrepreneurs and, um, newer business owners create that connection and be authentic, right? Like don't go out there and say this because somebody told you you had to win. I don't know if that feels natural to them, but I guarantee it probably doesn't because it looks weird and it feels weird. And I don't know. So I think just that, like really that trusting yourself and doing what feels authentic to you. So it's so interesting that you say that I'm going to totally go off script right now <laughs> and ask you a question because it just brings to mind something that, you know, at the time of this recording that I've seen recently. Mm -hmm. So I was in a, in a room on clubhouse and one of the, one of the things that someone mentioned doing with your bio is instead of just saying, Hey, DM me, um, you know, for more information or whatever the case may be that you say DM this word, like whatever word you pick, <laughs> right. And that would make, or that would, um, push people or compel people to DM you because it helps them kind of hone in or like drill down into the thing that it is that you want to talk about. And so if, for instance, if it's for your lead magnet, like let's mm -hmm. use me as an example. I offer a lead magnet for aspiring or emerging bookkeepers called the revenue rockstar, um, revenue rockstar quiz. And, and so I would, I would say DM rockstar if you want to get my lead magnet, right? So very okay. specific, right. Versus saying, Hey, DM me with questions or DM me to connect or something okay. like that. So is that what you're talking about? Or is it something a little different? 
Okay, yeah, I could see maybe how that could work for like a lead magnet, like because then maybe you'd have like a massive amount of people. But I was seeing a lot, and so maybe they're picking this up from Clubhouse because. But I was seeing people doing it with like maybe their coaching packages or their course. Like they would be like, mm-hmm. DM me, you know, Instagram starter pack 2021, <laughs> and you can buy this. And I'm just like, I don't know. It just like like DM me if you have more questions about this, or click the link in my bio if you want to go ahead and you know, purchase it, but it's like, which is how we talk, right? Right. That's how we normally converse. Right. Okay. Yes. And so that's where I'm like, but I think maybe if you have like hundreds of thousands of followers and you need to like filter, I can understand that. But when we're just like having a conversation, I just promoted, um, I'm doing an in-person retreat in September. And so I was like, uh, let me know if you're interested. It's like, it's half full. Let me know if, you know, you're interested in this, we can talk about it. Like, I would never say like DM me retreat September, 2021. If you, it's just, cause it's weird. Like it's weird. It's awkward. So, it's really yeah. awkward. Okay. All yeah. right. Awesome. Awesome. So where's the retreat going to be now? I have to ask about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we actually have one in a couple of weeks in Jackson hole, Wyoming, and then that one's booked. And then I'm doing another one in the outer banks of North Carolina in September. And that one is it's, it's, I, it'll be booked out in a couple of weeks. So I'm looking forward to that. I just threw something out there. I do that for my one-on-one clients. Um, and then if I have kind of a few spaces open, cause we always get really big homes, um, then I'll put it out there for individuals as well. So I love it. And that's not far from me. So you might see me. Oh, yeah. Because I am in North Carolina. So that's that's definitely doable. The Jacksonville one might be a little far from me, but uh, (laughs) the Outer Banks is definitely doable. So yes, I love that. This is so incredible. I am learning, <laughs> learning so, so much from you and having so much oh fun, gosh. but um, I know that our time is limited. So before we close out, besides the, the upcoming in-person retreat, what else do you have going on in your business? Yeah. So I actually, I'm really proud to say this. And I know a lot of people are like, um, I don't know, I'm taking the next couple months off because we are moving my entire family from Texas to Virginia. So I'm at a place in my business where I have my one-on-one clients and I will maintain those, but I'm not allowed, I'm not, there's, I'm completely booked out until we get to Virginia. And um, so in August, I will open back up some 60 minute calls and I'll open up some more one-on-one places as well. Um, But as of now, you can follow me on Instagram. That's where I'm at. I'm always on there um, at Kayla.Ruan. Um, and you can check out, I'm always sharing value and education and binging, go ahead and binge my content because I love creating content and just sharing and educating. So so I love it. I love it. I have to ask you, um, I used to live in Virginia. I'm prior military. So I've lived pretty much all over the country. Um, and my son lives in Texas right now. Um, he lives in in the Austin area. So why Virginia? Uh, we're military as well. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> we didn't get to choose, but we are very excited. We, um, I used to live on the Outer Banks of North Carolina, and that is close to where we are going to be lo- living. And we used to live in Maryland. So we're very familiar with the East Coast, and we're really excited to get back to the East Coast. Um, but yeah, we didn't really have a choice, but we are excited for it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Thank you for your service. Yeah, I, you're, you. I'm, I come from a military family. Um, my brother and I and so many of my you know, extended family members are either in the military or prior military. So I love my military family. Yeah, me too. So thank you so much. I always say yeah. that to, you know, 
the active duty person and the military spouse, whatever you, <laughs> whatever the case may be. Thank yeah. you, thank you, thank you for your service because yeah. I realize it takes it really takes a village to support, um, you know, the person who's active duty and support the family right. being involved in, in in ingrained in that lifestyle. And it's more yeah. than a notion. So, listen, thank you, I totally feel you. Thank You're you so, so sweet. Much. <laughs> You're so sweet. Thank you so much for spending yes. some time with me today. This has been absolutely yes. awesome. I've loved yes. it. Yes, I had so much fun. I had so much fun. So you guys, listen, if you want to learn more about building better brand visibility, creating better content, if you want to hear about that upcoming in-person retreat that Kayla's got going on, make sure that you follow her on Instagram. We'll make sure that we put uh, everything into the show notes uh, to help help you guys find her. So um, with that said, thank you so much for being with me today, Kayla. This has been absolutely awesome. And to our listeners, as always, be proactive, be productive, and be profitable. And we'll see you on our next episode. Thanks so much. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Spark Hustle Flow podcast. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a positive review on Apple Podcasts. This helps other money pros just like you find the show and learn too. And if you want to hear more from me, Follow Spark Hustle Flow across all social media channels and subscribe to my newsletter at sparkhustleflow.com backslash newsletter to get regular updates on what's happening in my world, weekly business development tips, and personal lessons I'm learning that can help you too. Again, that's sparkhustleflow.com backslash newsletter. That's it for this week. Remember, as always, be proactive, be productive, and be profitable. See you next week.